I'm sitting here, Rob, and I'm watching the kilobytes, which are about to turn into megabytes as we record a podcast. We've been doing this for a while now, you and me. Yeah, this is episode 143, I think. Since since what year? 2017? Early 27? No. Before that, 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. We were young then. We were young. Now we're now we're old people. Oh man. So yeah. So you're and and you know, speaking of of I don't know, old timer pastimes, things that you do when you become a real adult, you've been building furniture. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm full on. Yeah, I'm like out there sanding and cutting. And you're like a whole. A whole enjoy yeah, it. you're like you're you're Bob the Builder. You're like you know you're the you're this uh, I don't know homeowner handyman whatever you want to say. It's you're building something from scratch, which I find very impressive. Yeah, so I I can't remember exactly when it was, but like when we got this house, and I was like planning my office i was like i'd like some nice shelves mm-hmm. you know i probably wanted like four or five of them and then um i needed a new desktop because the desktop that i'm using right now is one of those ikea ones that's basically filled with cardboard inside oh, yeah um you know that kind of corrugated weird stuff that they use mm-hmm. um and it's not a particularly good desk it's bowing in the middle i mean i must have had it probably 10 years at this point um so I decided I was going to build it from scaffold boards. Oh, interesting. Um, and the shelves are built from that as well. Because um, they're sort of 20, sorry to talk centimetres, uh, but like 22, 23 centimetres deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a desk, I can put three of those together. And for the shelves, I can just cut them to size and buy some nice brackets. Right. Um, so last... Last weekend, actually, I think this might be the shortest turnaround for... I was in the Club Stories... Sorry, Club Stories. <laughs> Mac Stories. <laughs> Club Stories. Um, I was in the Mac Stories Weekly this week, as you well know, because you, you know, you're very well involved in that. Yeah, um, Rob, Rob sent me some 640-pixel-wide pictures, which Federico promptly said, is that all he's got? What's he taking these pictures with? Oh, that that was so embarrassing when you text me that. I was like, and I was like, oh no, Rob's got his notifications turned off. It's Friday morning, and I hadn't noticed because I just uploaded them and hadn't really looked at them carefully. And then I realized that that oh yeah, these are really tiny pictures. And I guess you attached them to an Apple Mail message and and Mail crunched them down, right? Uh, yeah, and because of course when I sent them over to you, they were you know proper sized images. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> but it was pictures um, but of, I, your, your, of your da- of your office and your game, your video game collection, and all that. Right, and I think this might be the quickest turnaround between taking a photo of something and it being out of date. <laughs> I um, bet. Because, <laughs> because since that's done, since that you know was published on Friday, I've now put up the shelves bunch of the games are on the shelves now when actually organized um nice so yeah i mean the shelves are you know relatively easy because i don't have to glue them or anything just cut them size sand down put some stain on and drill them to the wall um and then yeah and then today um I, i tweeted a picture of my desk which is mostly sanded down now i've got a little bit more to do um and then i can start staining it and and get some varnish on it and then yeah i should be ready to start using it hopefully this weekend oh, which would be really nice. nice to not have to use this crappy desktop anymore yeah that would be nice i when i did my desk 
in the basement before I moved my office to the first floor of the house, I used a scrap of plywood that I found in our basement, or not in our basement, in our garage that was very thick, quarter inch plywood. And what I it was a huge, deep piece, and I, it was good because I have I was the desk was in a corner. I cut a swoop out of it to make it kind of a a place for me to kind of fit in there because it was it, it wouldn't work in a in a corner otherwise. So I basically eliminated one of the corners, the one that stuck out into the room, and then I sanded it all down, put a bunch of polyurethane on it, and then I stuck all the stickers to it for all the apps and things that people had given to me over the years at WWC. When it used to be in person, which it no longer is, uh, that just got announced again with a, another online event with a very limited group of people who are going to see the very beginning of the show live, I guess. But in any event, that's what I did. And then I, I took mine and I mine was actually, it had just like these screw on legs that I bought at the hardware store. You know, there's like a bracket that went on the on the desktop and then the legs screwed into the bracket. And then I strapped the entire thing to the wall with a gap so that I could I could fit wires and cables behind there. And then I glued all the sound dampening foam to the walls, which if we ever get around to moving away from this house, that whole process of disassembling that is going to leave quite a mess because it's it's bolted to the wall. <laughs> it's bolted to the wall. <laughs> and there's a bunch of spray glue foam on the wall that I'm not sure what it's going to look like once I try to take it down, but uh I don't know. I that was one of those this is future John's problem type of projects. Oh, absolutely. And I, I I don't know what's happened to me, but I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is really nice like building your own thing and I'm like whereas like previously I would have just ordered something online. Right, right. Um whereas now I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick out the stain and I'm going to pick, you know, the varnish is coming tomorrow right, so I have to look for that today and it's like it's all very exciting. I'll be the the color you want and exactly the way you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's fun. It is fun. I don't I don't do much of that sort of thing myself and you know, really about the most complex thing is the desk that I just described, which is really just a piece of plywood with a cut in it. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah, it is nice to have it kind of the way you want it and that was the the whole point of me doing that back then as well so now i am i am like you currently pre new desk i am sitting at a at an ikea desk which i think was a whole 70 dollars. i mean this is like i think it's literally the cheapest desk you can buy at ikea and and, and it wasn't really on purpose it wasn't because i didn't buy this one because it was the cheapest one i bought it because it is uh, it was originally like a, a side projects table in the basement and when I moved upstairs, it actually works really well in this room in terms of the size. It has wheels on the legs, which allow me to kind of push it against the wall if I want to use the room to exercise because there's a TV in here with an Apple TV that I can do my Fitness Plus if I want, which I don't do as much as I should, but it is an option. And uh, yeah, it's worked out pretty well. I mean, it's there's not a lot of extra space in this desk. I the, the, the nice thing about it is is that it helps me keep it more neat and tidy because very quickly it becomes a disaster if I don't keep on top of making sure there aren't piles of papers and other random stuff sitting on my desk. Yeah, that was one of the things that I've... Um, this, this current desk used to be two meters long. Um, oh, wow, yeah, that's pretty the long. The original top. And, and, and unlike when I was testing the layout for the office, I cut it down to the size I thought I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you, when I had the two-meter desk, and I had it for years at, at the old house and stuff, it was always just, you're the little section for the computer, and then there was just stuff everywhere. Yep. 
Um, so this time I've gone a bit smaller, like a meter and a half, maybe a little bit over, just so I'm not kind of leaving stuff everywhere and I actually have to sort it out. Yeah, that's probably about what mine is, probably about a meter and a half, I'd say. Yeah, probably what it is. Anyway, uh, good. I'm glad to hear about your desk. That's going to be really nice once you get it all finished and in place and everything set up. I mean, you, how, how long do you think until you're fully kind of moved in into the environment that you want it to be? Um, so I, I think I can probably, I've got to go to my parents on Friday and do some work for them because they need some muscle apparently, mm. but apparently they don't know anyone. So I've got to go. <laughs> you're, the, you're, um, you're the muscle guy. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping I can probably get it finished like maybe Saturday or Sunday, depending on how long the, you know, the, the, uh, the varnish and stuff like that takes to dry. Right. But you know, I, I imagine probably in the next few days, maybe a week, I should be on my new desk. And I'll be very, very happy. Oh, that's nice. Because you're still working from home quite a bit, aren't you? Uh, yeah, four days a week. Okay. Um, so I go, in, go into the office on a Monday, and then I'm I'm at home the rest of the week. Nice, nice. Well, that makes Mondays extra special. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Everybody dreads Monday. Now Monday's your day you go to the office. Does that make it worse or, yeah. or better? No, it's better because there's also a cafe at the Builders Merchant around the corner, and the cafe is incredible. Oh. So go in there for a... Um, a burger and chips, and they started doing milkshakes now. Oh boy! Um, so that's so yeah, good. We, yeah. That's your that's your fun day. Then you go work a little in the office, get a good meal, and then head home. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. Exactly. Yeah, it's actually um, yeah. The, the cafe definitely makes it better. I think if they were shut, no, forget it. I'll just stay at home. <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, Rob, you know because I I have been sitting at home with my injured knee recovering. I have been doing what anybody does who's bored and stuck at home is I've been spending money. You know, that is, that is how it's done. And so I'm here to tell you my latest purchases are an Xbox Series X uh, along with a set of the wireless Xbox headphones to go with it and, and something called a C-Force CF015 Next. What, what that name really just rolls off the tongue doesn't it really it? does uh... it, it really does <laughs> what it is and those of you who may have listened to oh i don't know probably either connected on relay fm or app stories at mac stories um this is something that i this is me copying federico Fittici because he bought this first and when i heard about it i was very intrigued it's a 15.6 inch diagonal portable 4k oled display it's like 60 uh, hertz refresh rate so not like super high refresh rate that you normally have for a gaming display but it is oled and as far as i've been able to gather it's the only company making this size of a portable oled display there are a lot of these portable displays out there but they're always some you know flavor of led and this is OLED, and oh my gosh, it's a beautiful display. It really, really looks good. And it's got two USB-C ports plus a full-size HDMI and uh, a few other controls. I uh, I guess it's got a headphone jack because it's got speakers in it. Uh, And it has this cover that wraps around it a little bit, I guess, in a way like one of the the iPad folio cases, except that when you pull it away from the front of the screen, it folds back on itself and the back has a kind of hinge in it 
to form a kickstand, basically, so you can prop it up in places. And, you know, because it's a pretty big screen. And if you're, you're using it, you can use it for all sorts of different things. I mean, it's, it can be a second display for a computer. Uh, it can also be what I'm using it for primarily, which is my Xbox. And it, it works incredibly well. I mean, it, it can be plugged into the wall. Or it can be powered by an external source. Like, if you connect this to a MacBook Air, the MacBook Air will drive it and provide enough power to make it run. So you don't need the power supply for that. If you're connected to an Xbox, the Xbox isn't going to do that. I mean, it's because you're going through HDMI, not the USB-C port. And so what I've kind of settled on is this display uh, powered by an external anchor portable battery. And then the Xbox going into the display via HDMI and then the wireless headphones. And then I can sit on the couch, prop this thing in my lap and just play. I mean, it's, it's not perfectly wireless, obviously, because it does require that HDMI cable, but it works really well. And having just one cable like that, I mean, there is the cable for the, the battery pack, but because the battery pack is... You know, it's mobile itself. I can kind of position that however I want, and it's not really in the way. I can, as long as the, the the game console is relatively close by, it's very easy to play this way. And I haven't, you know, I haven't used it for much else. I did connect it to the MacBook, my MacBook Air to give it a try, and it looked great. Not sure I'm. that's a setup that really appeals to me, uh, you know, working on a laptop with an external display right next to it. But it's possible. I'm going to try it with the PS5 at some point, but that right now is sitting under my TV. So it's not like really, there's not really like a, a good place to kind of situate myself there, situate myself there unless I get a longer HDMI cable. But for now, this, uh, it's great for the Xbox. And I'm, I'm really enjoying the Xbox because it's, I got it through the all access pass, Rob, which is like this, it's a little bit like what Apple does with the iPhone when you get a new iPhone every year and you just pay a monthly fee. It's $35 a month for two years, and then you own the Xbox, and you get the, uh, the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate with that, which is you know the catalog of 100-plus games, cloud gaming, all that stuff that is kind of it's their top-tier uh, subscription. And so as a result, I haven't bought any games yet. I mean, there's plenty in the catalog since I did not have the last-generation Xbox. There is more than enough here to keep me happy for quite a while. Yeah, I, the, the I'd almost rather you didn't tell me about the subscription thing. Like I was aware of it, <laughs> um, but then I, I think it was on wherever you were talking about. It, I think it must have been App Stories, and I was like, oh, maybe you know, if it's a subscription, I mean, it's you know, barely an amount of money that it's not too much every month, and it's, it's like not much more than like but, something you know, like I, Netflix or whatever. But I think Federico told me he can't get it in Italy. I don't know about the UK. The UK does have it. Oh, um, there's a. I, I am aware of somebody who's got it. Um, honestly, my biggest problem is it's like I can barely. Pl- I have time to play the games I've got, I know. let alone I know. <laughs> buying another console that's got. You know, and the thing is, I've seen Game Pass. Like, there's a bunch of games on there that I want to play. Well, you see, you, ha- you have to read my last uh, article in the Club Max Stories Monthly because I explained why. Even if you don't have time to play a lot of games, you still need this screen and this and this Game Pass, which is that if you have limited time, you have to play. You want the very best for that limited time, which is essentially how I've convinced myself that it was okay to spend the money on this stuff, is that I may not have a ton of time, 
to play all these games, but I want to do it in comfort and with the best screen possible. And there is a reason, I mean, there is part of the reason why I'm using this portable screen other than it allows me to kind of lounge around in different places in the house is that I've kind of put getting a 4K TV on hold because we are thinking about maybe moving at some point. So I really don't want to buy a big bulky item like a TV and then have to move it right, you know, sometime in the next couple of years. So I'm, and I'm putting the TV on, on hold and, and, you know, just dealing with that at a later date. I mean, I, it's kind of a bummer. I kind of wish I could get one of those nice LG OLEDs, but for now, this portable thing is going to be the way I play. I have also connected the Xbox to my, what will soon be a spare 4K display that I use with my Mac right now, which is okay. I mean, it's got a, a matte screen. It's not really, it, it has a gaming mode. It's not super made for gaming. It's not like a high-end monitor. It's not like a high refresh rate or anything, but it works okay in a pinch. So I may use that from time to time as well. Yeah, no, that may, I, I totally get it. I mean, obviously, as somebody who has moved house, um, yeah, just buy as little stuff as you can that needs moving because yeah. it, it all just like, you might think, oh, I don't need too much. You know, I can get all this packed up. You'll need like twice as many boxes as you think you do. Yep, yep. no doubt, um, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> especially if it's like a new TV and then it gets damaged or something in the move, that would be a bummer. Yeah. So we're perfectly fine. The one we've got is only 1080p, but it still works perfectly fine. So... We'll stick with that for now. I've, I, but you know, this, I think this, this Game Pass, especially the subscription model, really is appealing, especially if you're someone like me who maybe didn't play the last generation of Xbox games. And as a result, this catalog is really nice. And then, you know, then there's day and date releases too, like Tunic. I've been playing Tunic, which is that little game that with the fox she goes around battling. It's, it's fun. And there are a lot of, xbox exclusives from microsoft game studios that i haven't i just haven't played and and especially since my time is limited i'm going to get a lot out of the subscription before i ever go out and buy any games oh yeah definitely um i you've made me i'm gonna look later um, <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying i'm definitely gonna do it but i might sort of you know because it's not even that easy still to get an xbox or a ps5 no, so no it i will say though that they they seem to be allocating more of them to these subscription services because I really didn't have a lot of trouble getting it. Uh, I tried a couple of places that didn't have them, and then I eventually got it through GameStop. Um, and that, and I had the Xbox within two days once I ordered it, um, which was pretty nice. You know, it was pretty nice. And it, and once you start thinking about the subscription, it's like, well, this is really just. I mean. It's a lot of money when you add it up. $35 for 12 months is, is not insignificant. On the other hand, it is a little bit, you start thinking of it more like an entertainment service, like, well, between Netflix and Hulu and whatever, I pay X, and this is 35 You know, it, it, it's, it start, you look at it a little differently, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think my biggest problem would even be finding somewhere to put the new Xbox. Yeah, because um, you know I've already got the PS Five taking up half of my TV unit. Yeah, that, uh, that's the problem. So. That's the problem with the PS Five. It's so big. The, the, the Xbox mm-hmm. I actually have it sitting on the ground, on the floor next to my desk as we record. It's way smaller, but and it's a lot quieter, which is also nice. 
but um, but it is. It's still not. It's not small either. I mean, it's still got a pretty decent sized footprint. I I have a another game question for you, Rob. Have you? Yeah, okay, have, have, <laughs> have you looked at the new <laughs> Lego Star Wars game at all? Uh, I have it on my wish list uh, on Amazon because I saw. I think it must have been that you know the most recent sort of gameplay trailer. Yeah. Um, and I've played a bunch of the Lego games before. I mean, Lego Star Wars being one of them. Um, and actually, Force Awakens, which was the I think that was the last Star Wars one that came out on the PS4, um, was a, re- a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, I don't even like Star Wars, and it's just like it's ridiculously fun. So I kind of saw the gameplay trailer. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get this game at some point. Yeah, uh, we we got it, and it I haven't played it yet, but my son did, and I walked into the room to see him playing it, and I was amazed how look how nice it looked on the PS5. It looks. That game looks really good. It's very. It looks to me very different than a lot of the Lego games that we've had in the past. It's been a long time since I personally have really played a Lego game, but when I saw this on screen, I thought, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna play this game." Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you know, I'm still trying to get through uh, Forbidden West, which, much like Horizon Zero Dawn, is a game that clearly I'm going to spend way more hours on than most people are. Um, you know, I must be. 20 30 hours in and i've not even got to like the bits i've seen in the trailer yet (laughs) (laughs) so like (laughs) no but i know what you mean because it's one of those games you can very much take a leisurely pace with if you want and do a lot of side quests and i and i kind of like playing games that way i enjoy just kind of you know meandering around exploring heading off on wild goose chases ending up in some kind of dead end but working my way back and then eventually when I feel like it heading back into the main storyline and, you know, doing the next main thing in the main storyline. And yeah, it's kind of a fun way to play. Yeah. I mean, the problem I have, I think is I, I get distracted because I'm like, Oh, well there's a, there's a, you know, a new, you know, new machine there that I haven't seen yet. So I've got to kill it so I can take its bits in case I need it for something <laughs> else. And that's, you know, I end up, I'm just like, Oh, let me just look over here. And it's like, half an hour later and i'm still fighting all these machines and i'm like oh yeah i've done no story again tonight which you know is fine i'm having fun i don't care but um you know i I could see myself probably having another 50 hours in in forbidden west before i've even got close to finishing yeah there's a lot going on in that in that game and i've kind of put it down for now partly because of the xbox and other things so I'll definitely go back to it it's been and i get to that i'll get to that point though unfortunately where i'll decide should I just start over? And I do that too often. I probably shouldn't do it. But you get to the point where you kind of lose touch with the mechanics a little bit. And sometimes going back and redoing the tutorial, it's a little tedious. But on the other hand, it gets you up to speed again and you can kind of play again that way. And I'm just far enough that if I if I wait too long, I will probably go back to the beginning. But if I go just a little further, soon enough... I won't have to do that. I won't have to do that, and I'll actually just continue on from where I am because I'm a, I'm basically not that far through the game. I mean, I'm at the point where you're heading, you're finally heading west. So, right, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I'm a little bit further than that after the embassy, honestly, the, the big embassy battle, right? You know. Exactly, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so you know, I'll, I'll get back to that once I finish doing my desk and all this other stuff that I'm trying to do. So you should check out Tunic if you get a chance. It's pretty cool. It uh, yeah, it does look really nice. It's it's but it's a Bloodborne game. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. 
It's a Soulsborne oh, no. game. Uh, oh, is it really? It is. It's it's this cute little fox, and then you start doing the battles, and you realize this game is really hard. <laughs> the The combat oh, no. the combat is difficult, <laughs> and you have to really time things well. Now, it does have two modes that you can turn on. You can it it has uh, health and stamina. You can make this. You can make it so that the stamina never goes down because the stamina goes down like instantly when you start dodging. Uh, so you can leave that on 100% all the time if you want. <clears throat> and you can also go into no-fail mode, which your health and your stamina are 100% all the time. And then you just enjoy exploring, doing the, pu- mm-hmm. doing the puzzles, and beating up the, uh, the enemies. But it, oh, I did not get very far in that game and realized this is not the fun little easy you know, jump into the fray with every single battle, and and I'll I'll just kind of muscle my way through it, and I'll be fine. Type of game. It's it's uh, it's much more difficult. So, but it but it's fun. I mean, and you know, you can <laughs> you can you can make your life easier and and turn on some easy modes there if you have to. Cool. Well, I will. I, I think I've got that on my list or a list somewhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, maybe I'll go look at Xboxes in a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, we will. Um, I guess in a couple of weeks you'll find out if I've actually bought one or not. I will. Um, I probably won't because I think we both know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, and the, it's the ultimate rationalization because you say to yourself, "Well, I don't have to spend five hundred, six hundred pounds right now." I can just right. you know, thirty or whatever thirty pounds a month or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. Well I will speak to you in a couple of weeks. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you later.